Hello and welcome to the Hot Wives podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Jaquish, and on this podcast, we take a look at the hot wives to the funny husbands in famous movies. And today I'm joined by a woman who I could never forget, even if I was in a car accident. <laughs> I could never, ever forget her, but I would also gladly go on 50 first dates with you. I'm joined by Samantha Prosser. I would love to go on 50 first dates with you, right? Mackenzie Jaquish. <laughs> I would love to reenact the exact same conversation every right. day. Over waffles. Do the same quips. The same little bits. See if they work. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. is basically what we already do because... Honestly, yeah. yeah. Well, because we're stand-up comedy friends. That's like how we met. Yes. And so I constantly try to say jokes to you mm-hmm. to see if you laugh me too always yeah. riffing always doing and we're this. always going to mics watching each other do the exact same jokes and then still and laughing very hard uh-huh. yeah exactly uh-huh. so we're doing today 50 first dates iconic film iconic film i mean it's on the poster for this podcast yes i feel like drew barrymore and adam sandler are the couple you think of when you think of the funny husband and the hot wife yeah because but also I feel like they're equally matched. Not to spoil the podcast. No, yeah. They belong together. They do. Jackie Sandler, his real wife. Get fuck the fuck off away. and die. Get the fuck away. <laughs> Take those kids. He needs to be with Drew Barrymore. I'm just kidding. I'm, I, 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 I would probably love her if I got to know her. <laughs> <laughs> if I just like had a cup of coffee with I, her. Do you yeah. want to know a Jackie Sandler fact that warms my heart? Yeah. Um, She has the necklace that Adam Sandler wears in Uncut Gems. I think it says Howie. And she just like wears it. Oh my God. Which is so cute to me. That's really cute. And she also plays the dentist in this movie. That's what I was going to say. It like opens with her. Uh Uh-huh. Which is very, she's in all of his movies. Love. Which, love. Adorable. I would love to find a husband to put me in his million dollar movies. Oh yeah, 100%. Which, so that brings us to the start of the movie. I think the most unrealistic part of this whole film is that Adam Sandler is this womanizer who has tricked (laughs) all of these hot women, including his own wife. Including Kevin James. Oh my gosh, I forgot. He's bi. Wow. Adam Sandler is a bi-con in this movie. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yes. The prequel. The prequel. The prequel. I honestly, because so much happens in this movie, until you just said Kevin James, I forgot about that cameo. The minute he appeared, yeah. I was like, bisexual icon Adam Sandler. He's one of us. He's one of he's, us. He's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So it opens with him being portrayed. Henry Roth is like a womanizer. Yes. Who will never date a woman on the island Oahu. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, have you ever been to Oahu? No, but weirdly, I know a couple people from there. Whoa. Yeah. Which brings me to plot hole number one. Is he supposed to be Hawaiian? From, yeah, is he supposed to be Hawaiian? They don't say it. That the the this movie that takes place in Hawaii yeah. starring two white natives yeah. is hilarious to me. Especially especially like porcelain Drew Barrymore. The whitest Drew Barrymore has. And ever her been. brother, gay Sean Astin. <laughs> and the dad is and they never show the mom. Her dad, who I a hundred percent thought was the dad from Muriel's wedding. Uh, one of Tony Collette's finest films, yes. and it wasn't. It just it, it was another guy who's in like every Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, this has. So, do you know what the Adam Sandler universe is? Yeah, I mean, he casts the same people in like all his movies. Sure, but did you know some of them all connect to each other? No. And this movie is one of the ones that is like a connector. Okay, explain. All right. So that couple is never shown again. Obviously, until the sequel comes out, because I believe they're going to make a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. That is my hope. 
but the dad is seen again in a different movie and he references his daughter who lives in Hawaii. Oh. And then 10 Second Tom is shown again in a different <gasps> movie. And he's like now out of the hospital. Oh, that's beautiful. He's yeah. out of the hospital? He's living he got his fixed? Life. He, well, it's the same joke. He's trying to buy oh. a chocolate bar and he's like, they're like, you just paid for that. He should not be living independently. I don't even understand how that character gets dressed. I also fully thought that 10 Second Tom was the stepdad from the Santa Claus. Oh. And it's not. Just a completely different guy. So this entire movie is you just misplacing white men. Yeah. <laughs> like the entire time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's every Adam Sandler movie, yeah. to be fair. I was like, oh, Drew Barrymore from Uptown Girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, that's the little girl from I Am Sam, right? No. No, Dakota Fanning. Why do you think Drew Barrymore is Dakota Fanning? At first I thought you meant Blonde. Brit- blonde? Okay. Yeah. First I thought Brittany Murphy. And then, yeah. and then you're like, no, she's It would the be kid. funnier if it was Dakota Fanning. Punching up my own joke. It's yeah. the kind of quality riffing you quality get on comedy. the Hot Wives podcast. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then he meets Lucy at a like a Waffle House, a diner mm-hmm. in Oahu. And they click instantly. That chemistry of oh the my waffles. God, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then I love the way that he tries to do literally the exact same move the next day. Or like yes. after he finds out that uh, her yeah, memory. Br- breaks is the back. news to the audience if they haven't seen it. You do. Oh, it. yeah. So yeah. it turns out Drew Barrymore was in a car accident a year ago. She still has her long term memory, so but her short term memory refreshes every time she goes to sleep at night. So she's living the exact same day over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and her her dad and brother are just trying to pretend that it's that day over and over again instead of going through the emotional labor of telling her about her condition every day. They fill up her shampoo with like a little vial. That was insane to me. Because I would not I notice. Like if, no, no, absolutely not. I would just, just I mean, I, I grew up in a big family. I would just assume yeah. that somebody else used the shampoo. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, that's weird. I guess I was in a car accident and don't remember. That's not a connector. Yeah, it's yeah. not at all. No. <laughs> also, you. Ha- this is my first question for you. You have a brother. Yes. Any world in which he would participate in this? No. Yeah, my sisters would not Absolutely either. not. I mean, well, to be fair, I feel like the re... My brother is a very practical person, and I feel okay. like he 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 would very much have the Adam Sandler problem of like, what are we going to do in ten years? We 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 can't just keep doing this. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, but I do feel like my parents would try to fake that it was the same day over and over again. That actually just broke my heart a little bit <laughs> that your parents would. Here's the thing, though: if they're going through the effort of filling up the shampoo bottle, I don't think they would do that. No, nobody should certainly do that. not. What a dramatic scene. How are they not making sure her registration is up to date without yeah. telling her? Because that's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Uh-huh. She There's a cop out. that yeah. uh, tries to, I don't know. Give her a ticket. Give her a ticket. Yeah, right? that's the um, For having out-of-date papers, yeah. which ugh, so fake. <laughs> so fake. Why must a car be registered? It's there. Yeah. You can see that it's there. It exists. If it was registered at one point, like you should just have to register it the day that you get it. And then that's it. That's just that's that that's a car now. And this is actually what this podcast was all about, really, just to talk about car registration. It's about us being libertarian. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But so Adam Sandler finds out that every time this is important to fall asleep 
she erases her memory. If she stayed awake oh, for yeah. 48 hours, she would she, remember she 48 would still hours. Remember. Yeah. Something I don't think they utilized enough. Which psychology, yeah, she should try to stay up. No, there yeah. should there should have been a segment in the middle where uh, she just does a lot of crack. <laughs> <laughs> where she just does crack cocaine, a little bit of rock star energy. Crack ke- cracks his upper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I've never done I've it. I've never. Yeah. No, I only know about crack from the TV show Girls on HBO. Wow. That's and that your made Shoshana and that made Shoshana run down the street in that show. Wow. So, so yeah. Drew Barrymore should have done crack. So yeah, confirmed stimulant. Crack. Yes. Crack. <laughs> um, no, but if she, so every time she falls asleep, she like restarts the day. And Adam Sandler sees this as a challenge to woo her every single day. Every single day. Which by the way. So it's a new bar for men for me. Oh, yeah. They got to do a lot oh, more yeah. now. Yeah. 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 And it is, I was I, I was perusing your discussion questions oh, thank that you. you sent before uh, the, the show. Yeah, this is a professional podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is definitely more. Um, I mean, the discussion questions for my podcast are, what was your favorite prop <laughs> in the movie? <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is we'll we'll get to that. There's some good props yeah, in this. Some phenomenal. I kept accidentally like noticing props in the movie because this one also the pineapple and, work in this and movie. wanting to give it best prop. Yeah, you can um, give it best prop at the end. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm um, curious, but uh oh, they're they're a very good match. I think because yeah. Adam Sandler is such a womanizer. I feel, you know he loves the thrill of the chase. The Getting to do it every day, yeah. no commitment. Yeah. yeah. So with Drew, um, he he gets to do his favorite part of dating every day, which is the flirting part. It's a real win-win situation. Yeah, and yeah. it could work for ten years. Yeah. The only thing that made me feel like maybe they wouldn't make it, yeah, was in the middle where there's something that Drew Barrymore says to him, and he just kind of goes. You say that every time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's going to get bored. Yeah. This this cannot last. And you this- know what it was? I have that noted, too. When she says nothing like a first kiss. Yeah. Don't be a dick. She's enjoying kissing you. Yeah. 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 But, al- but also here when I watched this as a kid, which I yeah. watched this as a kid a bunch, somehow did not retain any of it. Good. Aside from like a couple things. Right. But a few quintessential moments. I probably watched this like 50 times in the year 2005. I feel like my family had like two copies of it on DVD for some reason. I believe reason. that. The but, extended version. Um, but one of the things that I remembered was the montage of her saying there's nothing like a first kiss every single day. Yeah. Um, which at the time was very romantic. But yeah. now I'm like, that is so annoying. No. Sam, for somebody I... to be so, I'm like, oh, there's no, the... There's no g- psychological growth possible for this woman. Like she's she's the same person that she was a year ago, and ten years from now she's going to be the same woman that she was ten years ago, and that's crazy. And it's crazy that he impregnated her twice. twice. Wait, there's no two. Are there two kids? I thought I thought that she woke up pregnant at the end and then oh. had another kid on the boat. I definitely know the other kid on the boat. I know that she's a okay. Yeah, but is she pregnant? I, she might just be fat. <laughs> Samantha? <laughs> Maybe she just had a lot of I mean, there's not a, there, there's not a lot of exercise that you can be doing on a boat. That's so true. it's really Adam Sandler's fault. Frankly. Yeah, he's also pretty fat. Yeah, especially yeah, fat. In this Her one. dad's fat. That's genetic, probably. The only in shape man is who? What did you say her brother's name was? 
Oh, Sean Astin is the actor's name. I see. I actually didn't know that actor, so. I didn't recognize him. I know him from Stranger Things. Oh. He's he's Winona Ryder's annoying boyfriend who gets killed by a monster at the end of whatever season he appears on. I've never seen one episode of Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I've seen every episode and I can't remember any of it. Gotcha. He's he's not important. (laughs) Honestly, now that I think about it, my memory is severely lacking and (laughs) I might have a deeper connection to Drew Barrymore's character in this than I thought. And maybe my annoyance with her is more of an annoyance with myself. This has been Psychology Hour with Sam. I'm really (laughs) glad we sorted these problems out for you. Thank this you. Is great. And you're an Adam Sandler type because you're clearly dressed up like a womanizer. I don't know a single woman on earth that would be able to resist you, at Henrietta <laughs> Hudson. Um, let's go to pieces. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's, go let's get out there. Let's yeah. go to what? What's the other lesbian bar? I don't know. Oh, there's one. There's a mood ring, right? Mood no. ring. Oh yeah. Yes. Mood ring is a general LGBT bar. Yeah, I think. I um, like Mood Ring. I've been there a few yeah, times. Yeah, Mood Ring's great. I do open mics there. Do you do open mics in Mood yeah. Ring? Wow. Yeah. How's the audience there? They're good. It's yeah. weird that there is an audience at an open mic. You know? That's a big Calgary thing where I'm from. Open oh, mics, open mics are, have audiences. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little mini show. Okay. Interesting. That makes sense. So let me ask you this because we're a little bit on the subject because you're saying you're a lot like You're so good at staying on topic, by the way. <laughs> I've almost gone off topic so many times so far and then you've brought us right back to the right movie. <laughs> so if Jake were about. here, I would have revealed so many secrets from college already. <laughs> Well, we'll have to have Jake on on an episode where there are two hot wives, and then you yes. both can have one. We have to do the polyamorous episode. Yes, exactly. Which, Adam Sandler, make that movie. Adam Sandler, yeah. make a throuple movie. Please. Adam Sandler, buy Icon. I think he could do it with Drew Barrymore and Kevin James. <gasps> I love that. I was going to say Drew Barrymore and Jennifer Aniston. Ooh, right? That would be good. That would be really would good. Be good. And I think Jennifer Aniston is a point in her career where she would where do she it. she can do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? I think she's. What else does she have going on? Right, friends reunion again? No way. (laughs) Um, But one of the questions was, would you date this version of Adam Sandler? Hundred percent not. What? No, 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 no. I would really. Oh my god, I would fall for this so easily. Okay, tell me why. The Waffle House thing. I don't know how she doesn't fall for that every day. (laughs) Like, if a man, first of all, if a man approaches me and says something goofy, I'm yours. That's all it takes. Nice. But if he tries to do like a little magic trick for me, a little look what I can do with my hands, mm. I'm done. I'm yeah. done for. That's true. I'm yours, Adam. Henry that's a, Roth. That's a good point. Yeah. I wrote down no the minute he reveals that his hands smell like fish. <laughs> okay, that part would also get me. And then at the beginning, yeah. the montage of women saying like, and then he gave me a massage. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I'm a hard no yeah. on any massage ever. It makes me feel like I'm being tort. It, they're painful for me. I hate massages. I think that that means that I need them more than <laughs> I don't them. need them. Yeah. There was only one man I've ever gone on a date with who was like, can I give you a massage? And I let him and it was it was great. But I think it was because I was so flabbergasted by him. Okay. That like I don't 
I was just happy he was touching me. Yeah. Like, that's all it took. I used to, I was a theater kid in of high course. school. And whenever the theater kids would go into massage circle zone. What? Where the theater kids would sit in a circle and be giving each other, like, shoulder massages, like, in a train situation. No. And, that was not a thing. You're and lying. I, and, and it 100% happened. And I always would just leave there. I'd be, I have diarrhea. And I would just flee. I got my period. There was one time, exactly. There was one time in my freshman year of college. <laughs> I'm revealing the college secrets. <laughs> that in my movement for actors class, one day yeah. the professor was just like pair up and give each other massages. And I didn't have any fucking friends in that class. And the teacher hated me. And I was like, no. And I got paired up with this girl. And I was, and I, and, you know, I'm famously intimidated by women on large <laughs> And I was trying to give her a massage, but I was so uncomfortable. And my professor said, you should look at her while you're doing, like, no. look at what you're doing. And I was like, why would I do Why that? would I want to look at I don't want to be here right yeah. now. I don't think, first of all, that's something that's not happening today, right? No way. I would hope not. In this environment? In this, in this economy? Wait, what if we all did that before an open mic? <laughs> I would hate it. No, 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 no. But maybe, what is the point of that? To build intimacy? I have no fucking idea. I, like, I think the teacher was just hung over. I think the teacher was a little bit of a pervert. And yeah, It's a little weird. Probably. Just probably all massage each other. Move. Yeah. And then being like, I want you to look at her. Like, that's. Yeah. Well, that's because I was giving this girl a back massage and fully, like, looking at the clock. <laughs> yeah. As would I. As would I. Yeah. Like, 100% I'm not looking at that person while I'm rubbing them. Yeah, no, I'm like halfway between like, does this yeah. girl think that I'm trying to fuck her? Is she offended? And then like, am I hurting her? And then like, does she think I'm annoying? Can she feel my nails? Are my nails too long? Like just so does she many, like my nails? Just so many micro thoughts yeah. running course. through my mind. I'm sorry that happened to you. It's okay. I mean, I am a victim of sexual abuse in this way. <laughs> it was a me too. <laughs> So the second question on the podcast is, do you think they would end up together? Like in real life, if these were real people, not yeah. characters. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, probably. The little dance that they do with the car in that the middle. That was cute. That was that cute. That was really cute. And I'm like, they clearly both like each other. She yeah. is out of his league. Oh, yeah. But. Oh, yeah. But those are some of, those are where some of the best marriages happen. I Probably. I've just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> From both of our experiences, that is the best marriage. No, yeah. 100%. No, I've heard that before that like the guy needs to be more into the girl. I don't know if I fully oh. believe it. Um, I could see the thought process behind that though. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Give it to me. Give me that I think it's process. that guys are less um, inclined towards monogamy. So the passion needs to be stronger on their end yeah. to fuel the commitment. And then women are just able to. You know, it's like riding a bike for a woman. Riding a bike. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Which that's not a good comparison because riding a bike is a learned skill <laughs> and not something that you naturally have. Um, yeah, I don't think I can currently ride a bike. Yeah, no. I could figure it out, but I'm not going to do it anymore. You never learned? No, I did learn, but Oh, it's but been... you never forget. That's you the thing. You you everybody think, says it. If everybody think, says it, then it's got to be true. Let me tell you something. You think right now we go outside. We're in Brooklyn. Yeah. I get on a bike. Yeah. You think I survive? Yeah. Yeah? I haven't ridden a bike since I was like 20. 
And I think, and I know that I could ride a bike right now if I tried. I want everyone to follow the pretty funny comedy Instagram <laughs> because Sam and I will be trying this. Not tonight. It's too cold. No, 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 no. But in the future, we're having a but bike race. But we're going to fuck up some city bikes. We're going to fuck up Someday them. soon. And as soon as I buy a helmet and, and knee pads and elbow pads. Yeah, we need to be protected for this, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. No, just for when this theory fails. Otherwise... Head injury. Yeah. We're going to forget everything, which brings me to memory loss. There's a part in the movie where he makes her a video that has all the pop culture stuff that happened that year. Yes. If you were to make a video for someone, if I had lost my memory and you needed to summarize this year for me, what would you put on Um, it? I actually have a note on my (laughs) phone that every year I maintain a note on my phone called crazy things that happened in X year. Sam fucks you guys. Like she's ready for anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So this year, this year, um, there was a mass shooting at King's Plaza, which is a mall that I grew up living around the corner from. Great. Will Smith hit Chris Rock at the Oscars. I exercised for the first time. Yeah, you started running. Yeah. Good for you. Um, O.J. Simpson was transphobic. And then the rest of the stuff is just stuff that's personal to me. I see. Yeah, you don't have to read the rest. It's uh, okay. But, like, interesting list. I don't think I want to remember any of that, to be yeah. honest. Like, yeah. I mean, well the, well, the Oscars slap was the best thing that happened at the Oscars that year. Agreed. The rest of the ceremony was a bona fide flop. I agree. I fully agree with that. And Will Smith saved the Oscars and then got banned? What? For making for, it for, for creating the only news story surrounding the like for creating that buzz, the Oscars would have gotten canceled had it not been for the slap. Do you think they would ever cancel the Oscars if they were as boring as the 2022 Oscars <laughs> minus Will Smith slap? Yes, hundred so, percent. I can't you, remember anything else that happened at that uh, at that telecast. Do you think Adam Sandler deserves an Oscar? Yes. For which film? Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. Uncut Gems. 51st date. <laughs> I think for Punch Drunk Love, for sure. Yeah. I didn't love Uncut Gems. I oh. I see the greatness of it. Yeah. I don't think it was Oscar Oscar nominated for sure. It should have been. Mm. Which was he nominated? No. No. He was it was entirely snubbed. I see. It should have been nominated at least. Yeah. Um and then 51st dates. Like no, but it is very ac- it is actually I wonder really what good. else was nominated in 2005. To beat out 51st dates. Yeah. I don't know. Sam will look it up. Well, look the it up. Series of Unfortunate you- Events movie. Okay, so Jamie Foxx won for Ray, where he played Ray Charles. And that was a good movie. Yeah. Morgan Freeman won Best Supporting Actor for Million Dollar Baby. Great. Um, Sideways won Best Adapted Screenplay. I don't even know what that is. And neither do I. And the rest of the things um, are not loading. But Chris Rock also hosted the 2005 Oscars. Topical. Didn't. I don't think he offended anybody else. It all comes back. At that time. Chris Rock always does, though. He's, uh, he yeah. likes to push that envelope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby won everything. Um, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind won Best Original Screenplay. And that well-deserved. Yeah. Finding Neverland won Best Original Score. And Series of Unfortunate Events won Best Makeup and Hairstyling, which I completely made up. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's real, but I yeah. made up that, that it would have be been nominated. involved at all. Yeah. 
But wow. Interesting. Very interesting. I got another hot fact for you. Wait, let's clarify something real quick. When comparing Million Dollar Baby to Fifty First Dates, yeah, Million Dollar Baby should win the Oscar. Are you kidding me? Let me be clear on that. Are you kidding me? Does Million Dollar Baby have a charming romance that's leveled out with offensive humor? (laughs) And one could argue brown slash yellow face yeah we're gonna get into that I what is rob noted. schneider doing in this movie exactly what is rob he's schneider? playing a hawaiian man yeah um he's he's stealing cataract valor by having one eye with a cataract yeah he's playing a hawaiian man who hates his wife hates his wife hates his, hates his, wife. his wife has six kids yes at least six kids or one kid and five friends who look exactly like him <laughs> I think it's clear that they're all his kids because okay. at the end at the wedding. Oh, yeah, they're all the, there. You see the wife. And she also equally hates him. Yeah. They're not in a happy marriage. Yeah, bad marriage. And he's obsessed with sharks and wants everyone to know they're friendly. Even though they keep trying to kill him. And eat his kidneys, which is... Because he keeps going into the ocean with open wounds, which yeah. not to victim blame, but that's your fault. Yeah, that, a little bit to victim blame, that one. Yeah. Like, wait for it to heal... And you also have to, when, when swimming with sharks, not that I've done it ever, you have to like wear stuff, right? Like on armor. Like there's Maybe. like a chain metal you have oh, to wear. Oh, I didn't even know that. Watch Shark, shark Week. I Just should. one time. Have it on in the background. Follow the mask. Cable. <laughs> All right. I got a fun fact for you. Okay. Yes. And I'm interested to see. We both really researched this. Mm-hmm. Did you know this is based on a true story? What? Yeah. Okay. Wait. This isn't your fun fact? Okay. Michelle Philpotts had two head injuries in 1985 and then another one in 1990. And every time she goes to sleep, her memory refreshes. Really? So her husband actually has a video diary. She has to watch it. Oh, my God. I had no idea. I had when I read the Wikipedia page for this. I read that when the movie came out. Um, <coughs> neuro, like neurologists and yeah. like uh, psychologists. Whoever is in charge of memory loss, the brain got mad because they said that uh, the movie doesn't resemble real life. Well, and that yeah. sleep typically helps with memory and doesn't and doesn't fix it and and doesn't like wipe yeah. it. Yeah, interesting. But also, okay, Wikipedia, yeah. which is very reliable, of course, said that. There wasn't a case like this before Fifty First Dates, but that there were a couple cases like that that happened after Fifty First Dates. Weird. And whenever a Fifty First Dates style amnesia would happen, the doctors would be like, "Are you? Have you seen Fifty First Dates? Yeah." And the and apparently this one woman was like, "No," but my favorite actress is Drew Barrymore. And the doctor was like, "All right, let this. This seems off." Yeah. This seems off. I think you're faking it. Yeah. I'm going to call fake on that one. Mm -hmm. This is a real woman. Wow. She really had this. I don't know. I couldn't. I didn't spend too much time digging into it because we are talking about how hot Drew Barrymore is. Yeah. Um, But I wonder if there's any way that she ever got cured. Because being pregnant, that would be, I was thinking. That's horrifying. What's the scariest part of this whole thing? Because there's that moment where she wakes up in bed with Adam Sandler. Yes. Terrifying. Terrifying. Waking up pregnant would be worse. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Yeah. Waking up nine months pregnant. Yeah. Then imagine waking up. The day she has the baby. That's what I was just going to say. That's the worst day of your life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you have to wake up, find all this out, then go into labor. 
horrible. Be with your horrible. kid for like an hour and be aware that you're not going to remember it. I would be terrified yeah. to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that her daughter's going to grow up to be a sociopath. Because every day it's like you wake up, mommy cries. Yeah. And everybody's just fine with it. And we all just deal with it. Like you're going to, you're going to grow up to make other people cry. <laughs> yeah. Mommy just needs her two hours of crying in the morning. Uh-huh. And then she'll come and say hello to you. But don't don't worry if she's cold at first. She just doesn't <laughs> know you. And yeah. Then when mommy goes to sleep, just now she doesn't take you with her. You. Yeah. yeah. So scary for That's the kid. Scary. And also you're living on a boat above all of that. A fucking boat? A boat. You're growing up on a boat. In Alaska. In Alaska. Which... Brings me to, let's get to some of these questions here. Because yes. one of them is, is the character fully fleshed out and does she have her own storyline? Absolutely. Yeah. I would she, say more than Adam Sandler. Yeah, she's 50% of this movie. I would say that this movie fails uh, both the Bechdel test and yes. a reverse Bechdel test, which yeah. is do any men talk about something besides a woman? No. No, they don't. Mm -mm. There is one scene where Dan Aykroyd talks about a walrus penis. Oh, yeah. So, I'm sorry, that's not a woman, Lucy. That's sorry. true. Sorry. Very true. Um, no, but the only problem I have with it is she just gives up her job to go be in Alaska with him. Not that her job was that important. Yeah. But who's going to teach 10 Second Tom <laughs> how to paint? That's important. Yeah. That's a skill he needs. Very important. Yeah. 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 Yet another woman giving up her job for a man. Just another woman. Um, would you date Adam Sandler? We already kind of covered this, but you're a hard no? Yeah, no, okay. definitely not. You're a hard no. I'm a hard yes. Um, and how realistic and believable do you think this movie is? Not realistic. <laughs> not not believable. Realistic. But I like it anyway. This, yeah. to me, this movie felt very Nora Ephron-esque yeah. in the sense that there is like unrealistic, implausible behavior that is actually quite morally bankrupt, but it fucking slops. Yeah. And it's so charming and there's like a, a very tangible layer of like love and sincerity to it that it's like, do I care that Tom Hanks has destroyed his his lover's business? No. No. I don't. I, I don't actually care. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that she gave up painting. It's more important that she's with Adam. It's more important yeah. that she has a baby she doesn't know. Yeah. A stranger. Yeah. A stranger, basically. It's more important that she makes Adam Sandler a father. Yes, because that's what he And fulfills needed. his dream. Fulfills his storyline to be in Alaska. Yeah. Have a hot wife. Yeah, she doesn't get anything that she wanted. No, because also she never wanted to see him again. I'm that sure was that, what she wanted. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure that there's, I mean, it also is that sort of thing. I'm sure that there's some days that she wakes up and she's like, I don't want to fucking be married. And there's some days that she wakes up and she's incredibly horny and she's like, this is great. And I guess yeah. that Adam Sandler just, I mean, like with any marriage, you have to take the bad days with the good. <laughs> Damn, you're right. This is just a metaphor yeah. for marriage. Yeah, I mean- who among us hasn't woken up next to a partner that is borderline unrecognizable to us? No comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving that on a no comment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Their chemistry is so great. So they do a movie together every 10 or so years. Yeah. Their first movie was The Wedding Singer in 1998. Mm -hmm. Then this one in 2004, 2005. And then Blended. Which came out in like 2014. Yeah, I have to, I'm. We'll probably watch that when I get home. You've never seen it? No, I haven't seen it. You'll like it. That's like they're they're two like divorced parents blending their families, right? I'm not telling you what it's about. All right, well, you got to find out. I think that that's what it's. I vaguely remember. The I mean, press. the title is called Blended. Yeah, 
But the characters from this is a good one for you to watch right after because of, it fits into the Adam Sandler universe. Mm-hmm. But the question is now, it's coming up on another 10 years. Yeah. What wow. should be their next movie? And if it was, answer that first and then I'll ask my follow up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where do you want to see that? Man, them? I wish that I had had like time to come up with a pitch mm. because it very much seems like their thing is romantic comedies that yes. somehow managed to go heavy on both the romance and the comedy, which you never see in romantic comedies. These Agreed. Days. I Agreed. mean, admittedly, the humor in Fifty First Dates is kind of bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the romance is what saves it. But um, I, but it should definitely be something like that. Maybe something political because we're living in very political times. So possibly Drew Barrymore is a QAnon lady (gasps) and Adam Sandler is like a very intelligent journalist researching the QAnon cults and he deprograms her and she's like, oh my God, this thing that I devoted my life to is false. How do I rebuild from here? And he's like, you rebuild with me, baby. And then they fall in love, which is also kind of like, you know, you shouldn't fuck a source as a journalist. No, Uh, Journalists, pretty shady creatures, pretty shady creatures sometimes. Uh, I have a degree in journalism. Adam Sandler's working for like the Daily Beast. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, I already know the answer. Who's his boss? We both know it already. Rob Schneider. It's Rob Schneider. Yeah. It's Rob Schneider in blackface. Yeah. It's just Rob Schneider is all I'm saying. But yeah, Rob Schneider and then Kevin James has like one line as like yeah. a different reporter. Yeah. Well, or, Ke- yeah. well, Kevin James shoots Drew Barrymore near <gasps> the end because she betrayed the QAnon cause. Oh my gosh. And it's right after she and Adam Sandler like kind of broke up. Yeah. But then he finds out that because he's still her emergency contact in her in her files yeah Yeah. her phone so they call him to the hospital and they're like it doesn't look like she's gonna make it and he's like oh my god i just realized what really matters and he rushes to the hospital and proposes to her and she's like yes but i have to tell you i almost died and then q came to me in a dream and told me that it's all real so you have to get on board with this and does he yes (gasps) and then they have lovely little q and on babies of course the kids are always and then donald trump gets elected president and this is my worst nightmare. This <laughs> but Donald Trump would play himself is kind of the big thing here. Yeah, I think He'd Adam be, could convince him to do it. I think, first of all, I think Adam Sandler could convince anyone to do anything. Yeah. Except for the Academy yeah. to give him an Oscar. <laughs> um, but he could, Donald Trump would love to play himself in an Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Rock. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But yeah. okay, so that movie's great. Drew Barrymore, get on it. Okay. What um, do you think? they should do well do you want to pitch the 51st date sequel right now that's what i was gonna say where do you think they are now Hmm. because i think they had more kids (laughs) which is terrifying i think at one point they had twins oh my god which would be horrifying but i think they're in a place in their relationship now where the kids are older and not living Mm -hmm. on the boat Mm -hmm. and lucy is tired of like having to paint on a boat that's rocking back and forth (laughs) And there's this whole scene where she's like trying to do like a little Bob Ross mountain and the boat rocks and it messes up the whole painting. And her and Adam are like, are we going to keep doing this marriage thing or get divorced? I love that they're still on a boat after years, 20 years. Yeah. I don't think he I don't think he leaves the boat. Wow. I don't think they're in Alaska. They're in Hawaii. Okay. Okay. Because they live on a houseboat. Yeah. 
near the dad's house. That's chic. Yeah. 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 Because she's still really very close to the dad and the brother. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Are you that close with your brother? They had a weirdly close relationship. Yeah, I'm definitely not uh, that close yeah. with my brother. She had a line early on where she said that uh, whenever her and her dad come back from the sea, she hugs them for five minutes each. Yeah. And that I didn't You've like. never hugged your brother for five minutes. Five minutes is a long time. Anybody long who's done time. open mic comedy knows that it's a long time. Yeah. Anyone who's ever had sex knows that five minutes <laughs> yeah. is a long time. I got things to do. I got a yeah. podcast to record now. Exactly. It's a lot of stuff going on. I have on. to go home. I have to go home. <laughs> no, i too close of a relationship with her brother. But they're in that point in the marriage where it's maybe not so great. And yeah. they're looking at divorce. Yeah. But they find their way back to love. How do you manage a divorce with a woman whose memory resets every day? That's the they thing. They have to add the divorce proceedings to the video. Well, that's the thing. Like, hey, Lucy, you and I were in love once, but now we're getting divorced. If you could let me know uh, if you want to, <laughs> you know, you, I would you like want to. The boat or... Do you want the boat? Or, and if she says yes, you just wait until the next day and then <laughs> you call the lawyer. That. Yeah. I think. That's kind of the part of this is she yeah. wants the divorce. He doesn't. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to make her fall in love with me again. Oh. 52 first dates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. And they're back at the Waffle House. He has wow. his little toothpicks. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's my pitch for it. Wow. I do like your movie better. <laughs> but I think mine is more marketable. I think that yours would definitely test better. I think Adam Sandler would take mine because it's lazier. Mm. Like, he doesn't have to write any new jokes. It's yeah, the same jokes. because that's true. So you're right. So there are a few, like, quintessential Adam Sandler things in this movie. Like, golf is a big Adam Sandler thing. And he plays golf again in this movie. The singing. He freaking loves the thing. I love Forgetful Lucy. The song that he sings to her. I love it. <laughs> is that Okay. Does that part make you want to date him even yes. a little bit? Yes. Okay. Yes. 100%. Agreed. He's not yeah. a good singer. He's not a good singer, but I still love it. And that's yeah. what makes the wedding singer so good also, is that he's not that good of a singer, but he's got the charisma. He's yeah. got stage presence. He has stage I presence. I almost went on a deep dive of Adam Sandler's SNL songs today at work, uh, but then it it was five o'clock and I had to <laughs> you come had to here. here. Um, whenever I'm, this is, my dad's not going to listen to this, so it's not important. Good. But whenever I'm missing my dad and I'm like, want to think about him, I listen to the Adam Sandler, Chris Farley song that he wrote. Oh. And I just like have a good cry. That's, That's such so a beautiful sad. song. Yeah. My yeah. dad really likes Chris Farley. That's why. Just to explain that to everybody nice. who doesn't know my dad. <laughs> um, but Part of me thought that you were about to say that your dad was dead. And I was like, did I not know that Mackenzie's dad is dead? Oh my God. <laughs> What a turn this podcast would have taken. <laughs> this episode is dedicated to you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and of course it has Rob Schneider playing a character that he has no business playing. Mm-mm. Not even a little bit. No. Um, but he's got he's to gotta keep his friend employed, you know? They he's have gotta... a contract together. Did you know that? Really? That he has to be in every movie. Wow. That's yeah. hilarious. I would like that contract. To draw up a legal contract. To have a yes. lawyer write something up. That you are like, Can you write up a thing that says that my friend has to be in all my movies? <laughs> and like sometimes it's just like one line. Love. And it's reverse. Like, have you seen Hot Chick with Rob Schneider? Mm, wait. The Hot Chick. That's the yeah. one with the ugly girl, right? No, that's the one with like Rachel McAdams and Rob Schneider switch bodies. Okay, no. You've I never seen, seen that. that? No. You first of all need to, but it is horrible, but you should see it. Okay. 
But Adam Sandler has like one line in it Amazing. because he had to be in that movie. That's nice. Yeah. So what are your, as we're wrapping up here, your final thoughts on 50 First Dates? Um, final thoughts. I wrote something at the end of my notes. Oh, yeah. This is kind of what I said before. Um, it's a very good movie, but ultimately not a movie that was made for smart people. Yes. Because if you yeah. think about the premise for even a, a minute, it, it completely falls apart. Yeah. Completely. It's one giant plot hole. Nothing yeah. makes sense. It's there was there was something that occurred to me last night that was like a total like, oh yeah, like thing like what happens if Drew Barrymore runs into even one person who's not in on the con? Yeah, like again, they show all of her friends, and one of them's Maya Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. What if they ran into each other at the store? And she's fucking pregnant. She's pregnant. Nine or... months pregnant. Yeah, yeah. That like, would be insane. What if like what? If, what if a barista asks her who she's voting for? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what that if, would never happen. What if she turns on the radio of her car? Yeah. And they say the date? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is a big one. She's in the car a lot. Yeah. Um. Oh, I thought that it was amazing that every breath you take is playing during the credits because it's also a quasi-romantic song that's actually quite scary. Yeah. Um, that's a great little that's great yeah yeah damn sam <laughs> you thought that through um just for you because by the way sam is the host of a podcast called the tony awards which you should all check out it's one of my favorites what is your favorite prop in this movie um my okay i wrote yeah. it i wrote it down my favorite prop is the car accident scrapbook that her dad gives her he oh thinks God. that this will make her feel better is to look at a picture of herself in a hospital bed yeah injured <laughs> and like looking rough they put, looking really bad they put some effort into that photo yeah. of drew barrymore she looks rough yeah yeah and then she like feels for the scar i have a scar on my head I can't feel it. Like, I don't know what she's feeling. <laughs> yeah. And every time she, like, touches it, even in the video later, she's, like, touching it. What are you yeah, touching? Yeah. I love yeah. that she touches her head every time. All right. What do you give this out of 10? Um, Like, eight. I give it 1,000. <laughs> I love it. Well, if I knew hyperbole was on the table. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying because of how good this movie is. Um. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. This was great. Thank you so much yeah. for having me on. I love this movie. I'm so glad that I got to watch it again. Yes. I probably wouldn't have watched it on my own. Well, go home and watch Blended. And then for season two, yes. you can come back and do that yes. one. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, thank you so much to my friend's basement for hosting us. And subscribe, rate it five stars, and follow Pretty Funny Comedy. Sam? Hell yeah. Uh, you can follow the Tony Awards. Uh, that's Tony with an I. And then Tony Collette. We started making the podcast about Tony Collette, but then yeah. we ran out of Tony Collette movies to talk about. So Which, now... Tony, get on that. Make a Tony and Adam Sandler exactly. movie. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> that would be so fucking good. That'd be good. I wonder who Tony would play in the Q and On movie. <laughs> I think she'd be like one of the leaders. She'd play Q. <laughs> she'd play Q. She'd play Anon. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, wait, did you have other Instagram handles? Nah. Nah. You know what? I'm going to take her in a bunch of stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.